Hello, everybody. Get your tinfoil hats on and get in line for the show. (laughs) (laughs) We are... We're back with conspiracy theories this week on Gimme the Creeps. I am Abby, and that is Daniela. So with the world uh, collapsing all around us, we've decided to go backwards into the older conspiracies that, you know, take us down rabbit holes and distract us from reality, essentially. Because let's face it, these are probably not true, not accurate, but it's still really fun to try to connect all these little details together and make something up to make the world make more sense, (laughs) I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess that's my excuse for entertaining these ideas. So that being said, my bad luck streak continues with my hard drive crashing and having to use my husband's computer today which is very um, extra. He's very extra with his computer setup. (laughs) So I have two monitors in front of me and a big wide desk and a bunch of stuff. So I'm just trying to not panic. (laughs) Because if I break his computer, it's over. Can't, Can't do anything about that. All right. So I will start by saying that I bit the bullet And I got on Infowars.com. What's that? It's Alex Jones's website. (laughs) (laughs) But even so, I feel worse about um, getting on the BuzzFeed video that I did. Or, you know, I feel worse about that than the Alex Jones thing, which I don't know how to defend that. But... Alex Jones is a pretty offensive guy, I guess you could say. What I connected – okay, here's the thing. The gist that I got from all of the research that I've been doing with these different conspiracy theory themes is a lot of these conspiracy theorists are white, older males who who say that things such as like the New World Order or any other secret society – are anti-Semite, conservative, Christian-led, like, organizations. And Mm -hmm. I think that that is so interesting because of the history of how everything's gone with, like, the Holocaust and um, the money, the way that money flows into corporations and how those corporations, in turn, give back to governing bodies and all of that. And it all stems back to money and religion. And I just think that that's so fascinating. Yeah, it is really crazy. I wouldn't think that they would be as religious as they are. Like Alex Jones said, so-and-so is going to hell and such and such about God like more times than I could count. And I just was not expecting that. I I don't know what I was expecting actually. (laughs) I mean, I guess – I guess it makes sense because if it was all like, say, science-based, probably all of these conspiracies wouldn't exist. Yeah. Other than other than maybe a few, a few of them maybe, but um, you can just make up anything whenever it's led by something you can't like have a solid foundation for. I guess I don't know. Anyways, <clears throat> I only made it through half of his video because I <laughs> got annoyed, but. <clears throat> He still has some interesting points. I'm not going to give him 
too much credit, but I'm also not going to um, take away any credit because I did use his um, video. I didn't really use anything from his video specifically. I just kind of wanted to get a feel for how that was the first time I had ever seen, I guess, in, like since he's been taken down from a bunch of platforms, he's been banned on Spotify, YouTube um, for spreading false information, which is funny because his favorite thing is fake news, which is Trump's favorite thing. And I think Trump wants to fuck Alex Jones, um, <laughs> by how he talks about him. So Let's hope that we don't get taken down because I've said Alex Jones like 20 times. <clears throat> yeah, relax, relax. <laughs> you might have to take a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call him he who shall not be named or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I fell down a rabbit hole um, discovering what the Crusades were and shit like that, which didn't really matter as much um, – and I was like, okay, everybody thinks that the Antichrist is going to mirror Jesus, so he's going to be Jewish. So that's where the anti-Semite thing comes from. But it's like, but don't you love Jesus if you're Christian? I'm confused. Like, hello? Yeah. <laughs> and if Jesus is Jewish, then you're an asshole, right? I mean, I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I did try to keep this clean, but I, I get carried away with my language with this kind of stuff. So anyway, sorry. Uh, Grammy and Pappy who don't listen to this. Um, anyways, okay. So what happened was my initial thing for my conspiracy that I was going to do was the Denver airport because I'm moving to Colorado and that airport is wild for, they say for no reason, but you connect all these weird things that are in the airport and you're like, okay, this is definitely something strange that's going on here. So that's when I realized I didn't know that even just the foundation of what has to do with like all the people that are involved with the Denver airport. So mm -hmm. with that being said, Freemasons, there is a little plaque um, inside the Denver airport with the Freemasons um, stamp or, you know, little symbol on it. Is there really? Yeah, it has it on there. And I see that from time to time on like bumper stickers. And I'm like, that's wild because I thought secret societies meant you can't really tell anybody you're a member of it, but that's not the case. Yeah. So with that being said, um, and that's what's kind of scary about these things is like now these groups are giving interviews and um, letting people into certain ceremonies, not all cer ceremonies or actually none, but they will like be wearing their attire and like answer questions and stuff, I guess, to make us feel more safe about having them exist. Um, Cause the mystery around it makes it seem more like sinister. So, yeah. So with that being said, uh, Freemasonry is, uh, you know, working with stones and stuff. And that's where the, the name came from, but the actual Freemasonry is the teachings and practices of the secret fraternal order of free speech and accepted Masons. And it's the largest worldwide secret society. It's men only, um, hence the fraternal. Mm -hmm. And it's spread by the advance of the British Empire, uh, which is interesting because I looked into the history of it. And even then there were some disagreements with how they wanted to do this because they are built on the idea that you should have free thinking and reason 
And they don't like, they say you can't discuss politics, you can't discuss religion when you're members of the group. They don't want you to discuss that while they're meeting or anything. Um, But the Catholic Church was very strong and powerful in Europe at this time. So branches of the Freemasons actually broke apart over this. Um, And that's as far as I got with this. I don't want this to be like too much of a history lesson. But I do want to say that the worldwide membership of the Freemasons in the early 21st century ranged from 2 million to more than 6 million. So they're a growing group with different, I think they have different like ranks in them and they take it very seriously. They don't let anyone know what the rituals are. And uh, there was a, there was some guy who was, he was a member. He is a member. And he made a joke like, I can't tell you or show you the handshakes or anything like that. But if I did, I wouldn't have to kill you or anything or nothing would happen. Um, because mm-hmm. other people are afraid of if they like discover or whatever. They're like, yeah. do you get your members in trouble if they give any of the secrets away? And he's like, no, why would we? But I think that's just like a cover up because I want I want to think that they're spooky. Like it's a spooky, yeah. like cult like group. Anytime there's a group of people that say that they think the same, it, it feels culty to me. So I agree. But what do they do when they're together i think it's i honestly think that it's a brotherhood kind of thing um like a fraternity exactly they just do rituals and ceremonies and stuff like that together and it's for fun and they discuss um i want to say like philosophical ideas and titties and beer i know right what if they look all clean cut and stuff and then behind the doors they're all getting wild (laughs) It says it contains – okay, I'm using the Encyclopedia Britannica because I didn't want to overuse Wikipedia, but <clears throat> that's beside the point. Um, they are not a Christian organization, though it is often mistaken for one because they contain a lot of elements of religion, um, teaching morality, charity, obedience to the law of the land. And in most traditions, the applicant for an admission is required to be an adult male and all applicants must also believe in the existence of a supreme being and in the immortality of the soul. Okay. And this is where it comes in again. In practice, some lodges have been charged with prejudice against Jews, Catholics, and non-whites. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas um, in the Anglo-Saxon ca- countries, the membership is drawn largely from among white Protestants. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think they very recently started having um, more than just white men. It's already interesting that they have a men only, which I think I saw that there's a women only Freemason group that recently came about. So that's interesting. <laughs> it's kind of like that thing where it was like Girl Scouts versus Boy Scouts. And then now there's a girl Boy Scouts. And I'm like, just add in the elements of Boy Scouts to Girl Scouts. What are you doing? You don't have to make a whole nother yeah what the fuck i don't understand and it wouldn't be the same because they're not supposed to give away their secret rituals so the girls would be doing something different exactly so they could have just came up with something else yeah it wouldn't be the fucking same oh my god right it's equality daniela get on the same page i just can't Okay. <clears throat> when it's done correctly, okay, but come on, that's a right? fucking trash heap on fire. Oh, snap. Okay, here it is. Um, in Britain and in certain other countries, there are separate 
lodges restricted to women. In addition, female relatives of Master Masons may join the Order of the Eastern Star, which is open to both oh. women and men. Oh, my God. Okay. So I follow this thing on Instagram, or there's several accounts that I follow that do this, but they sell, like, antique, like, weird shit, like, from funeral homes and, like, old like fucking weird shit well there's a bunch of that um no the order of the eastern star stuff on their like tea sets and like china and shit it's fucking cool i almost bought one for jeremy but i oh my god well now that you know there you go that would be that's an interesting little um conversation piece yeah hmm English Masons are forbidden to affiliate with any of the recreational organizations or quasi-Masonic societies on pain of suspension. Hmm. Quasi-Masonic. I had to look up quasi-religion or quasi-religious, which is um, pretty much the definition is um, taking parts of different things, I Mm -hmm. think, something like that. so anyways, that's the gist of that. Let me pull up my notes here. Um, so Freemasons also, it, I think that their admission fee is expensive because apparently the Illuminati was started because the guy couldn't afford to join the Freemasons. Okay. So he took his little pocketbook and went elsewhere with it. Um. Yep. The Illuminati was founded by Adam Weishaupt in 1776, Bavaria, Germany. The organization was inspired by the French philosophy founded on secularism and rational thought and founded the organization to protect those ideals. Um, And like I said, he couldn't afford to join the Freemasons, so he started his own organization. So that's good. Had you heard of this, that it was that long ago? I did not know that. Mm Mm-mm. 1776. Okay, so we get our independence from Britain, and then the Illuminati starts. Coincidence? Hmm. Interesting. Did not connect that before. Um, So he started his own organization, the Illuminati, with the goals of self-knowledge, self-improvement, social reform, and free thought. Um, And because of its focus on secularism and anti-religious beliefs, the church thought of it as an anti-religious organization. Mm -hmm. Um, And they got butt hurt over that. Um, So The church gets butt hurt over everything. Yeah, (laughs) I I know. Um, Yeah, and in the mid to late 1780s, the recruitment to to secret societies in general was made illegal. (gasps) um, In order to, I guess, maybe bring people back to the church yeah. Instead of to the secret societies mm-hmm. that promoted this free thought idea. However, um, Wishop did not give up on the society and eventually it secretly made its way to France and then disappeared into obscurity. In 1920s, in the 1920s, fascists believed that that Jewish people controlled the world in the Illuminati. And then it just always changes. So Fascists believe that Jews controlled the world with the Illuminati. And then post-World War II, anti-communists believe that communists ran the Illuminati. Of course. So I guess that does make sense with the conservatives believing that there's always an evil opposite side to whatever is going on. Mm -hmm. Like now it's the conservatives. Or I'm just drawing from what I saw through Alex Jones and his followers 
believing that there's something out to get them, which doesn't make sense if it's a governing person. I don't think anybody in the government has said anything specifically about conspiracies or if they did, they were killed. Um, you know, like JFK, for instance. Yes. Um, so post-World War II, anti-communists believe that communists ran the Illuminati. And recently, the New World Order is what the secret society has evolved into. That's my guess. Um, a lot of these overlap into each other, but they're not going to be the same thing completely. So just bear with me here. So for a one-world totalitarian government body, uh, that's what the New World Order is. It's going to be the most extreme version of authoritarian government where individual freedoms are sacrificed for the for the good of the whole world, in other words. So George H.W. Bush in senior in 1991 introduced the idea that the nations would be under the control of the New World Order. And he said it super creepily. So he said, if this works, and it will, blah, 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 blah. He like said it really weirdly. So that's interesting. I'll bring up the Bushes again later. But uh, and from this statement alone, that in his speech where he brings up the the term itself, New World Order, um, conspiracy theories have begun to run wild, beginning with Mark Koenig, a right-wing militia activist and propagandist from Michigan, believing that the U.S. government, the U.N., and other smaller groups and organizations have an agenda where the New World Order has goals to take Americans' rights from all powerful governments and put non-Illuminati members in camps run by FEMA. What? So whoever's not with the program is going to these camps run by FEMA. Interesting. I remember a long time ago I saw images of what was called FEMA camps, which, I mean, it could have been anything. Do you remember, do you know what I'm talking about? It was like white, like little white uh, casket looking things. Casket looking things. That's the image I'm remembering. Let me look it up. FEMA camp. I'm going to get flagged and arrested. With my current internet history. Oh, it's a conspiracy? I thought it was a legit thing. It's a conspiracy. Oh, it's the tents, but they look like, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see different, yeah, I see different kinds here, but the first kind I saw, they look like long tubes. Yeah, here it is. And then I'm also seeing the little houses looking. yeah. But you know what's interesting about that? If if they are, if some of these things are caskets because they're just going to kill us off, um, I'll bring up later. So just remember, if they're going to kill a bunch of us, there's a reason why. So I'm going to connect the dots in a second. Um, okay, so then this leads you to believe that any higher power holding officials could be killed off like JFK if they don't follow the rules of the Illuminati or the New World Order. The reason why I'm starting with this to introduce the conspiracy theories is so that we have the basics um, in a very loose, relaxed, broken down, simplified version because I, I'm i not a teacher here. I don't know how to proper. I literally just jumble up everything and then I'm like, okay, try to say what you remember. <laughs> Um, of all these terms and then where they came from in order to be able to break down larger conspiracy theories down the line. Um, I won't be talking about any big specific conspiracy theories because they deserve their own little thing, but in general, just how they have come about based on our idea of these people um, or alien lizard people in in some cases that are in charge. 
Uh, the idea that certain families govern the entire world isn't too far-fetched, considering that there are a few extremely wealthy families that have been a part of our government for a very long time, and we just haven't really noticed, mm-hmm. or their names have changed you know, down the line. So there's pretty much bloodlines that have built power in their wealth and distributed themselves evenly across the nation to make it seem like they're not in charge, but they are in charge. It's super spooky. David Icke uh, gives us the second theory in his reptilian race theory where there are actual shape-shifting powerful people in charge of our government, such as Barack Obama, the Clintons, mm. and the Queen of England. Those are a few big ones that they named. Oh, I do remember hearing that, yes. I love those those weird videos where their eyes like do something oh, yeah. lizard-like. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't look real, but it's still fun to like think about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I mean the lizard elite behind the Freemasons and the Illuminati uh, is a fun idea because it might just be that they're aliens that have infiltrated. <laughs> uh, so just to recap where we have the Freemasons, which evolved from the Knights of Templar and the New World Order evolves from the Illuminati. However, they are separate bodies, but this is not this is where we have the crossover um, where the so-called reptilian race present are present in both the freemasons and the new world order so they are separate which i guess if they separate themselves they have a greater grasp on control mm-hmm. if they have like all these secret societies that they're they didn't put all their eggs in one basket or whatever yeah the third theory which is probably the most damaging is that the new world order is connected to the antichrist Um, And the Illuminati members are Satanists. So the reason why I say it's damaging is because um, Satanism or Satanicism is not a harmful thing. So we shouldn't think that they're always like out to get us. But because, like I said, a lot of these conspiracy theories are Christian based. That's the opposite of Christian is Satanism. So they're going to say that. Pat Robertson, a conservative Christian, claims that the New World Order... Um, and the Illuminati are responsible for the French Revolution Communist Manifesto on the Federal Reserve, um, and that the New World Order wants to control the human race under Lucifer. So it comes back to religion, always. Um, even though they're based on secular and and, and reasonable, reasonable beliefs, well, until it became the Illuminati and the New World Order that we know today, in other words. So what do you think so far? I'm tripped out. Um <laughs> That's just a lot of fucking, oh my God. And uh, this is all from the BuzzFeed video that I saw. And it's, I guess it's, I don't consider it as much of a BuzzFeed thing because it's the unsolved BuzzFeed branch. Yes, yes. Which has one guy who's always the skeptic and then the other guy who does all the research. And um, so I really like that. I really like the way that they do that because it's pretty realistic because they're literally both my brain like half my brain is like stop this is so stupid and my other side is like so excited to like get to the next fucking theory so um anyways so all of this is just a broken down version of their video that's on youtube so donald marshall has the fourth theory which says that celebrities are killed off and replaced with clones in order to spread the message of the new world order the list of cloned celebrities under the control of the new world order include eminem Beyonce and Al Roker. They gave those examples, I think, because they had video clips. I think that's the main reason why they only chose those three people is those times when they were on camera on live television and they glitched out and it was weird and bizarre and it felt like a long time that they looked like they were out of it. Yeah. 
I do. I remember watching the video of um, Eminem. Yeah. Isn't that like, it's like they stare out into space for yeah. like a long time. I used one of the GIFs from it for one of our Twitter posts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's what creeps me out about those clips mostly is that everybody around them doesn't even notice or I guess they feel awkward so they don't, don't say, say anything. anything. Like, are yeah. you okay? Like, are you? <laughs> and then, yeah, Beyonce is like staring. She's um, courtside. So it's like you wouldn't act like that or, you know, if they were under the control of something else, it's like people are going to see you acting weird. Yeah. So um, anyways, they might have just had a moment. Well, yeah, people dissociate all the time. I'm Now I'm wondering if I ever do that. That's kind of I know. Strange. I sure as fuck do that all the time. This whole clone thing is making me think about Currently, everybody's worried about Britney Spears because there was a conspiracy theory a long time ago about her having been replaced and making a whole album. Yes. Uh, I'll mention this briefly, but we definitely want to dive deeper into this um, on another episode. But currently, she's she's acting so strange. And yeah. she's, I think, under the influence of a lot of drugs. And you it's think very that? Sad. Really? So I saw a TikTok recently that broke down how she's under the control or she's has all these contracts with people that are trying to keep her sedated. I thought and it was her, just her family and her management. Yeah, that's exactly it. Her management yeah. management team. They are they don't let her drive, they don't let her go out and do anything. Well now we can't because of quarantine. Yeah. But, or you know the virus. But um it's starting to make a I lot think of sense. What is wrong with her is a mental thing. It's not yes. drugs. Like she's just literally, but she had a fucking meltdown, and somebody mm-hmm. did need to get it, go in there and save her, and they did. And now apparently she had another meltdown like yeah. two years ago. Yeah. And so she was in a rehab facility for like yeah. three months, and I I must have blinked. I missed that, but. Yeah. Um, that's very sad. Yeah, it's I think it's a state of psychosis, but that's what the that's where the drugs come in is how she has these like random bursts of energy and then suddenly she's back to, you know, not in the public eye or, you know, not part of any big projects or, you know, not working, not performing. Um ooh, and I saw how she like has been dancing and stuff. Yes. I don't know. It's sad. It's sad. I don't want people to make fun of her. I love her. Oh, every time I see anything from her, I'm like, oh, girl. Like, and there's a video of her talking just the other day. I think she posted it. And her voice is completely different than anything I've ever heard her talk. Like, it is super high pitched. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's talking like a little girl. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. It's so wrong. I can't. I know. It sucks. Um, yeah, it's like she's just spiraling down and, um, it's very sad. Speaking of being yeah. sedated and under a lot of drugs, I recently heard a podcast by Sinisterhood. They did a two part a two parter on Brittany Murphy. Rest in peace. She's she was such a sweetheart. <gasps> yes, everyone's been doing. She's those. one of my celebrities that I cried. Like I cried tears when she passed, and I was only like I was yeah. younger, so it's like I, I shouldn't have been affected that much by it. But I just had always admired her as a person, and so when that happened, because it was so random too. And there's obviously a lot of conspiracy around that also. Yes. They covered is. it pretty well. Um, but long story short, she was also taking a lot of prescription drugs towards the end of her her life. And uh, yeah. that's really sad to hear. She was 
doing meth too apparently oh, shit, i didn't know about that i just knew about all the prescription yeah. stuff she was doing meth and like acting like really crazy mm-hmm. like whenever she'd go on set and shit mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah erratic like, behavior was a big thing that people were yeah. saying like uh makeup artists and etc stuff like that but that's an interesting mm-hmm. one um so back to it um even if beyonce and jay-z aren't clones they are said to be one of the elite members of the illuminati beyonce didn't say that she was in that song formation she said that was a bunch of mess she said it was mess but she didn't deny it Mm, but is that not denying i think it's one of those things where uh you probably don't care about this but an example that i saw recently was the whole shane dawson thing that's going on uh with how often he joked about predatory behaviors it's like okay are you are you hiding in plain sight by constantly making fun of those things then was he? Is okay, he? here's the thing. I will say right now, I had not been a fan of his until very recently, so I was not familiar with any of his older stuff. But now that stuff is mm. coming, because he had privated a lot of videos because he saw that they were a problem, but without taking accountability on why they were a problem. And so people mm. are are digging them all back up. And I saw some recently that are really nasty, like like disturbing mm-hmm. like he would talk to his 12 year old cousin about sex and like have her dance like lap dance with her other friend and they're 12 and he's older um, and he and also she's his cousin and he's like embarrassing her on video like it's weird that is disgusting stephanie harlow breaks it down pretty well on youtube if anybody watches her she does some true crime stuff she does a very good job um but she i didn't expect her to mention anything about shane dawson she does her makeup so maybe that's how Maybe I should have known that she knew who Shane Dawson was because of Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson recent stuff. But um, Mm -hmm. she breaks it down pretty well and brings up uh, some clips and they are just very disturbing. The biggest one that got the most attention was when he is it's a it's a bit where he's jerking off to a picture of, of Willow Smith when she's only 11 and what? it's a joke like he's not actually jerking off but he's doing the motions and the sounds like he is and so Jaden and Jada got a hold of that clip and confronted him via tweets and so that's the biggest clip that uh, was popular until drama channels started bringing forward a bunch of uh, other old stuff that he did that was just very questionable and strange but that's what I'm saying like if Beyonce makes any more jokes she only made that one joke or you know reference to the rumors surrounding the Illuminati stuff um, if she makes any more mm. of them then I'm gonna believe that she's that she's involved in something because you don't do that you either say that's stupid or you just leave it alone like you just ignore it because it doesn't bother you um hmm. but that may have just been an excuse for me to bring up Shane Dawson because yeah, I went into that? I went into a because that's just been um a big headline all over my YouTube now which I hadn't even watched a bunch of his stuff recently so yeah everyone like jumped on the bandwagon as soon as he like came out of nowhere with fucking jeffrey's culture thing is bs because it drove jenna marbles away and she is genuinely a nice person so i feel really bad about this whole yeah i mean they're people i don't know i mean predatory behavior is one thing but if you made inappropriate jokes before and you've apologized over and over like there's no need to cancel people like i don't know anyways that's i agree so the clone, the clone theory, uh, there's a bunch of 
clone theory uh, or celebrities that are considered to be cloned because they changed, which I guess people aren't allowed to change as they get older or something. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I like how I'm trashing these theories, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I like these. Um, okay. <clears throat> so uh, there are videos of these so-called clones uh, that are Illuminati members kind of like spacing out and glitching out, like I mentioned, um, where they believe they are receiving messages uh, it's believed that they're receiving messages from the Illuminati during this time, and that's why they're glitching out. But I'm like, what message? <laughs> and that is why. I'm like, what mess? Yeah, that's that's part of that theory. Is that that is the dumbest thing? I've well, ever why heard. else would they be glitching out? Just because they weren't fucking built right? <laughs> like that would be that was my first and only guess. I never. I know. I was like, what? What message are they getting? Act normal. Stop staring out into space. Yeah, like what? That why would they send a message like in the middle of an interview right. or in the middle of something that they're doing? Like what? If it's being if it's controlled by like a mach- like a machine would be controlled, then I guess it's maybe a lag and some kind of yeah. I'm picturing like some sort of AI, <laughs> like they're just. But this kind of reminds me of the way that like the Greeks would have like okay, like the gods would. Um, have divine intervention without directly causing anything. I don't know how to explain it. Like they put gods and goddesses on the earth to like make things happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they didn't do it that no, way. No, I know, but that's that kind of reminds me of that is is how they oh, kind of influence humanity by putting their own kind into humanity's population. Um so that kind okay. of reminded me of that. That's not a theory or that's that's nothing. That's just me. Oh, that's just, that's just me probably okay. being high and connecting things again, <laughs> as usual. Um, <clears throat> so these divine ent- entities that I'm talking about, they weren't gods, but they were close to gods. So maybe that's why the reptilian or lizard people are here, if they are here. It's, it's a way to influence the larger population without um, direct divine intervention, if it is a superior power that's causing all of this stuff to happen. The whole lizard people thing, I don't understand. See, I only brought that up because it was in that video and it was one of the theories, but yeah. I, I should have looked mm-hmm. more into it because I know that there's probably an ancient aliens episode or something out there that would have explained where that came from. Mm-hmm. But like why, I well, I guess we can do that later because mm-hmm. I just need to know why they would come here mm-hmm. and what they're doing, like hiding among people. Like why would, like, are you just... Are you going to do that forever? Are you like just going to pop out mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It's in some at some point at after being here for when uh, the Antichrist arrives yeah. and then everything just like is that what is that what it is is that what's if happening? It is all one plan because there's multiple. I think there's multiple pathways that the end times would get here. But what if it is all one thing and it just like your hologram thing is correct and then the lizard people are also like they come out and they're like we're here and. uh why would the lizard people wait so fucking long for the antichrist because it's all one it's all one thing i know but like okay if you're waiting for the antichrist like i would i don't know i feel like i would try to find out when the exact time is gonna happen so i'm not chilling in a fucking skin suit (laughs) for fucking centuries you know what i mean they do know they do know when it's gonna happen I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe it's like the Amish on like Rumspringa and they're just like, We're humans right now, let's party. Let's <laughs> shit on our wives like the humans do. You know? Ew. Um <laughs> I don't know. 
Isn't that what the uh, power, the Congress people? Yeah, but I just pictured a lizard penis, and I why? Can't. See, you're the weird one with that, and I didn't even picture all that. <laughs> They're lizard people. You said cheat on my wife, so I pictured that. I would think they'd have a human penis covering the lizard penis. Do lizards have penises? I'm gonna look it up. Here we go. I never thought <laughs> lizard genitalia. I bet it like comes out of their bodies. I'm so glad you said genitalia because if I would have typed in penis, some bullshit would have come up on here. Oh, yeah. Ew, they have two. They have two. Perfect. <sighs> Ew. And they come out on either side. Ew, why does Probably that Probably to like pin way? the female. So she- to impale her? Well, to like, I don't know, keep her from coming off of him or whatever. To make sure the deed is done. Ew. Okay, so... Apparently, the New World Order is at least 300 years old. Um, oh, also, I watched um, <laughs> I watched almost a whole episode of cons- the conspiracy show available on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's interesting because he goes to so-called experts. I hate to d- discredit them because, I mean, I don't know everything that they believe. So if they're um, if they're problematic, I don't side with them because I'm not sure. I don't know enough about these people, but he does go to colleges and like college professors who major in certain things like journalism or um, propaganda studies or things like that. And they happen to be conspiracy theorists. So he'll question them about certain things. And so they just tell them what they believe in or what they say. So um, like one guy brought up uh, how 1984 apparently was a pretty realistic way of the way the New World Order would work with like three sects and um, the Oceana, Asiana, and East Asiana or something like that. Three sects of um, regions essentially of the world where they would be able Mm -hmm. to control everything. And during that time, it was 1948. So all he did was switch the numbers around to name his book. So like things like that, like people just bring things up um, to give examples of how things would work. Mm-hmm. So getting back to it. So 300 years old is what they say the New World Order is, and that it's described as a one-world government, totalitarian, authoritarian, like I mentioned, and that the first step in allowing this to happen would be a global co- currency and dropping barriers between nations so that there's free movement of people and trade that brings the world prosperity so that it looks all shiny and neat. But in reality, it's just going to make it easier to control everybody later. Does that make sense? Oh, it does make sense. But that's scary. Yeah, exactly, because it would look it would look good. Well, yeah, and a lot of people want that right now, so that's even scarier. Exactly. exactly. Um, so foreign relations-wise, it would be great. So is that what Bitcoin does? I don't know anything about internet currency because, I mean mm. – or whatever the dark web know. currency is that that could be dude i was just listening to something about that earlier too it's, so spooky. Weird. it's all connected dude i'm telling you everything just it's mm-hmm. a big net that just links up okay so um so it may seem like a positive thing for foreign relations however underneath the facade is the powerful elite now controlling a, a global a global economy instead of individual economies trading with one another Mm-hmm. And so this now brings me to this is why I didn't finish the episode because I got uh, caught up in this. There are 
a total of, I think, 13 families that control the majority of the world's money. However, um, I'm just going to talk about the top five because then that would just run on forever. Did you Have you heard about this? Yes. Um, there are powerful and wealthy families from a long time ago. So starting with the first one, the Rothschilds, uh, they stabilized mm-hmm. an international... Uh, international currencies with individual governments. So during the in- Industrial Revolution, the Rothschilds financed wars in Europe, lending England $10 billion to fight against Napoleon's uh, army. So that's an example of how uh, they infiltrated the world's currency. Um, the Rockefellers are next in line. Uh, oil refining business was needed at the time when oil was being pumped in large amounts uh, without infrastructure. He was controlling about 90% of Americans' oil pipelines and uh, refineries. And the antitrust laws broke up the monopoly. However, they held on to a large share of the industry. So that was how that got established. And then I'm moving on to the Morgans. And this is just a gist. So it would take like a long history lesson to describe like the years and like what was going on to allow this to happen for these families to become this wealthy so quickly. Um, But I don't want to give a world history (laughs) lesson. So Um, the Morgans, bankers, including the Rothschilds, um, used the Morgans uh, for U.S. bonds to buy back gold from foreign investors. So he financed U.S. Steel and General Electric with his investments, so that brought in even more money, and uh, bought out competitors as well, giving him control of the economy, raising and lowering the value of a dollar, which is a fucking huge power power move. Yeah. Um, this was due to the gold standard back then, when uh, gold was the controlled and national global controlled the global economy, which then he controlled the world's gold by trading it between currencies. Um, he got rich off of exploiting po- poor workers also, exploiting poor workers without minimum wage or safety laws in his businesses. So in other words, he didn't spend on anything. He just always gained money. Wow. The DuPont family, uh, built on the manufacturing and distribution of industrial chemicals and military munitions, the family went on to create dynamite in large quantities. Quantities? Quantities. Mm-hmm. To supply to the U.S. military, Uh, even after the Sherman Antitrust Act, they supplied 40% of munitions supply to, uh, I think, the U.S. military still during the First World War. And then during World War II, built a secret plutonium plant for the U.S. and helped develop hydrogen bombs to keep up with the USSR. Um, In order to protect paper and nylon manufacturing their manufacturing of those um, products. It's a theory that uh, they started the prohibition of hemp and marijuana in 1937, because then in that case, hemp and marijuana would be the basis for a lot of our fabric and paper. Yes. Um, However, they had enough money. It's also said like this doesn't really hold up because they had enough money to also take part in the marijuana business. So if, um, so if they didn't, you know, so-called start this prohibition on marijuana, then they would have just joined in and made probably more than everybody. Yeah, like they've done both. Yeah, they they would have had the means to do it. Um, Okay, so now the Bush family, um, I think their names are Preston and Sheldon or some other nerdy-ass names, Mm -hmm. uh, began its climb with the banker and senator, Preston and somebody else, that profited from World War II and for uh, an, an established corporations that financed Hitler's government. Documents revealed that they may have broken the laws of 
Trading with Enemies Act. In 1943, Polish mining interests, uh, Prescott Bush was investing in, was using forced labor from Auschwitz. And so when word got out about that, he had to distance himself from those investments and then engaged in funds for victims of war in order to kind of clean up his reputation, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is sketchier, I feel like. It's like, oh, whoopsies. Um, And then two members of the family have become president of our freaking country. So that's sketchy in itself, how the, how that goes about. Um, yes. But at the same time, did you watch that movie vice? Um, that it sounds very familiar. It came out last, the two years ago, I think it's Christian Bale. He plays, um, the vice president to George Bush and George Bush is played by that guy. Who's really good at acting. What's his name? Dang it. This is going <laughs> to I remember hearing about the movie, but I never watched it. Um, it was good. So pretty much anything George Bush did, he didn't even, he was stupid. He's brain dead. I hate to say it that way, but. Are you talking about senior or junior? No, uh, junior. Senior yeah. was, what confuses me about that whole thing is if they made so much money from war, which is what they get there, uh, that's their main image is that they give off is that they made money from war throughout the years. George Bush senior kind of hesitated in joining the war in Iran, whereas George W. Bush was propelled into joining a new war because of nine 11. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting when you put it that way, moving on. So those are the top five families that are said to govern our, um, our world through finance and power. And now I'm going to move on to my main story for today, which is the Georgia Guidestones. You heard of those before? I feel like I have. I just don't remember the story. So I feel like I was sleeping under a rock, wink, wink, because I had not heard of these before. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I had to. Um, I hadn't heard of them, though. Honestly, I was so surprised. I was like, what? This is wild. Um, so basically... In June 1979, in the town of Elberton, Georgia, a man who called himself Robert Christian or R.C. Christian walked into the Elberton Granite Finishing Company, and he said that he was representing a small group and wanted to erect a monument that would shape the future of mankind. Uh, The monument known as the Georgia Guidestones are granite slabs, which are 16 feet tall and weigh 20 tons each. Each slab has two sides with 10 commandments that advocate for reason and logic on each side. Um, Population control and conservation of nature. What? Yeah, they have, um, I'll I'll explain more in a second. uh, We'll obviously post images on the Instagram and stuff. So Mm -hmm. these uh, presets or commandments are etched into the stones in eight languages. One stone having the statements in Chinese on one side and Russian on the other side. Um, with the other stones following this same pattern. Uh, So on another stone, Spanish on one side, English on the other, Swahili on one side of another one, and Hindi on the other, Arabic and Hebrew on the last, totaling four tall stones. Atop the four stones lays a capstone with the message written in four ancient languages, Babylonian, cuneiform, classical Greek, Egyptian hieroglyphics, and Sanskrit. The message reads... Let these be guidestones to an age of reason. What? Yeah, it's pretty eerie. They call these the Stonehead, Stonehenge of America or whatever. The U.S.'s Stonehenge yeah. version or whatever. And where are these in? 
Georgia. Interesting place to pick, huh? Yeah. Okay, so he went to this granite company. Uh, the nearest town is Alberton, Georgia, with a small population of less than 5,000, and it's 90 miles outside of, of Atlanta, and that's a big, mm-hmm. big place. Um, so the true identity of Robert Christian is still unknown today. The who and the why remains a mystery. R.C. spoke to Joe H. Findlay Sr., who was the president of the Granite Company at the time, and from there, Findlay Sr. contacted the president of the Granite City Bank, Wyatt C. Martin. From then on, R.C. was never present in the construction of the monument. They had met R.C., but he was out of the picture with Wyatt overseeing the project and sending correspondence to R.C. and Findlay throughout it. Um, Before launching the project into action, Wyatt explained all of the money and time going into it and asked for his real name. R.C. gave it to him, but he had to swear to keep it a secret even after their deaths. Nobody could find out who he was or what organization he represented. The only clue that he gave on his identity was that we now know is he was, he said he used the last name Christian because he was one, Mm -hmm. a Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, And Wyatt kept that promise to this day. Uh, He even burned any mail or paper trails that may lead to the discovery of R.C.'s true identity. Okay. So, in October of 1979, R.C. bought five acres of land through Wyatt, and the project began. And by March 22nd of 1980, the monument was unveiled um, with important guests invited, such as the mayor and, like, some congressmen and, of course, the the people involved in the project. uh, And they were invited to speak and present the stones. An important point to make is that the origin of these stones took place during the Cold War era, at a time when the idea of being bombed and destroyed was a possibility. Uh, There were some who took pride in the stones and others looked upon the stones with great suspicion, causing some to associate it with evil or Satan or witchcraft Mm -hmm. or all of the above. Um, Rituals were held um, with some animal sacrifices taking place there and occult details were left behind. So they would oftentimes have to like clean up the monuments. I think people just like to use those kinds of areas for things like things like that. But I don't know if it ties back to it or not for sure. Nobody knows. Mm -hmm. So people associate secrecy with guilt and believe that the stones may have a darker intention. Signed on the stones are um, as the sponsors are, it says, a small group of Americans who seek the age of reason. And the author that's written on the stone that says R.C. Christian, and in parentheses it actually says on the stones, um, a pseudonym. So it, it literally gives off that he's that's not his real name, just so people know. Why would he I say know. that? I know. That's what I'm saying. If they just acted like, then nobody would question it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? So uh, theories have since taken off. Some believe that the stranger is linked to groups known as the Rosicrucians. Have you heard of that group? No. It's an ancient or like a 17th, 18th century religion that formed. And then uh, they're a secret society that studies metaphysical, mystical, and alchemy things. Hmm. alchemical things um and it has a symbol of a rosy cross and i didn't get a chance to research more on that um rosicrucians but it's just a separate group that they believed he might have originated from uh the second group that they believe he might have been from which i think fits more is the freemasons okay and i forgot why i thought that i didn't write it down let me let me run through my well actually he said he was a Christian, so maybe not so much. Maybe not so much a Freemason. Beats me. 
but he's still a stranger. They have no idea who he is even today. And Wyatt is actually either he is still alive or he was alive whenever I saw this. Oh, yeah. I didn't mention that I saw another short documentary film on Amazon Prime called, let me pull it up so that I say it correctly and give credit where it's due. Etched in Secret, The Georgia Guidestones, and that's on Amazon Prime. It's only like 17 minutes, 17 minutes long. It's pretty well done. I think it's by uh, the same people that do the stuff they don't want you to know. It's a podcast and I think also yeah. a YouTube channel maybe. Mm-hmm. Stuff they don't want you to know. So they did that and that was pretty good and interesting. So, yeah, people still don't know why they were built. Do we want to know what the commandments are now? Yes, I was about to say, wait a minute. Yep, of course. So um, they are, oh, and also the writings that they would share in between. I took a screenshot of what RC would send. They would always talk about like there was controversy, there's controversy surrounding these stones. What should I tell the public? And so RC wrote back in August of 1980, Dear Mr. Martin, I have received your recent letter detailing some of the bizarre reactions to the Georgia Guidestones. If I were not concerned by them, I would only be amused. The sponsors of the project do not believe in demonology or astrology or Satanism. We regard such activities as being a form of superstition. There may be evil spirits um, of a personal sort in the universe. We are not convinced. We would rather regard evil as the absence of good. Only through this the most strained constructions can the precepts of this monument be constructed, construed as being anti-religious or anti-Christian. The monument attempts to appeal to the good in human beings of all faiths. For this reason and this reason alone, it does not carry the badges of any of the world's major religions or philosophies. And for this reason, it speaks in Russian and Arabic and Swahili and other major tongues of the human family. It is devoid of public over er, political overtones. It appeals to human reason as a God-given tool to be used by humanity in deta- in dealing with the problems which now confront us so urgently. Um, and then another highlighted part is we specifically disavow any connection with the so-called cults and superstitions which are now being professed by the people who claim a relationship to ancient religions or to witchcraft or other irrational human beliefs. We discourage the use of the monument site for cultist purposes of any kind. We ask the people of the county to protect the site from abuse so that our brief appeal to reason may be carried to our fellow human beings of all philosophies in a united effort to deal with the problems of the world through the application of human reason. Yours very truly, R.C. Wow. But we're about to see how problematic these statements are. No matter how beautifully they're written or um, analyzed, uh, the first one being the most controversial. So, number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. And this is where I imagine the FEMA camps coming in handy. Oh, I see. That's not what I imagined at all. Oh, like... You didn't imagine people getting killed off to keep the number low? Because we're at like 7 billion something right now, population. I did not, but I also didn't see myself in that however much million. Right? 500 million people is apparently where we where we should go, according to these. Um, I do agree yeah. slightly. I feel like overpopulation is a thing. So. It is. It is a problem, but then it, it becomes a moral ethic 
issue when you think about how to solve that problem because yeah. I guess because even like telling women to use birth control is also like anything like that is controversial and like sad and too controlling in other words yeah so that's why that's the most controversial of these statements well I feel like they do it somehow anyways just like people say that that's what the virus right now is doing and like yeah I think the way that the food comes like Personally, I have polycystic ovarian syndrome, so that means that it's hard for me to have a baby. Mm-hmm. So I – and because of that, I think it's, like, all the processed food and shit that they give us and, like, mm-hmm. they make it easier for people to get processed food instead mm-hmm. of, like, healthy, raw shit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is also another way how they do it. They just feed us fucking toxic shit that fucks up our bodies that's so interesting that you say that um because yes it all ties together if if you know these theories have any weight to them um yeah on top of this they say that the elite members of these families already have the cures to things like aids or cancer but they do not want to release them to the public yeah Mm -hmm. then there would be aids or cancer so and everyone would live yep and then there would be less wealth for them and more for – or, you know, we would take up more resources and yes. stuff to make more money. So – and like you said, it's a it's a big cycle. The, now, that stuff's actually true, that um, poor or, or, you know, people living in poverty can feed their family with um, the value men- menu at McDonald's more easily than they could make a healthy meal at home. Yes. Um, and the idea that people in poverty have more children – than people that are, you know, doing a little bit better. So it's like the the development of countries has a lot to do with it. The level of, or status of wealth in their area and like so on and so forth. It all connects into how healthy are we as a population and how are we affecting our numbers, like mm-hmm. with, with how we, we're being affected with our, with our situations. So yeah. that's an interesting point. Um, so this, with that being said, the second statement is guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Okay. That to me sounds anti-Semitic or, you know, like only the fit should reproduce. If you're not fit, you shouldn't have kids. That's, what the, that's how I take it. Yeah, dude. Oh, God. I knew as soon as you started to say the commandments, I was like, please, Jesus, don't let me agree with all of them. <laughs> it controversial. Well, I mean, I don't know. I see I, – okay, because in a perfect world, yeah, but it's like – that's like culling. Like, yeah, you know, like trying to strip away the imperfections when that's what being human is. And so yeah. that's what sucks. Yeah, you're never going to be able to do it. Anyways, but still, it's like it's a nice idea. Yeah, it sounds nice, but it's still like not. Yeah, the way to go about it is a fucking disaster. So that's why these these are strange. These make it more weird. Like the way that I don't know, it makes the origin of it even more mysterious because it's like, okay, who the fuck is trying to control this much of humanity like this? Yeah. Um, So that being said, those first two, I guess they were like, let's put the fucking hardest ones at the very tip top (laughs) Um, number three unite humanity with a living new language Mm. so one language across the globe maybe is that or that could also be um 
that could reference one currency. We talk with money. Yeah. If it's the new world order that's behind this, that is. Money is a language. Yep, I agree. Um, Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. I can, I can stand behind that. Yeah. If if it's if it's what it says, if it's how it is, what it's saying, um, don't lose your logic behind all your emotionally driven beliefs. Yeah, I am. Um, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Okay, so like the UN, for instance, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. I like that one. Me too. Uh, yeah, like legalize weed. Yeah. I think it's on the office when he's like, legalize it. And he says it's so funny. Anyways. Oh, okay. God. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Okay, I could see that. Um, mm. Like, for instance, right now with Black Lives Matter, uh, yes, you have freedom of speech, but saying all, I've ma- all lives matter is not your social du- duty at the moment. Like, you have a social duty. You owe it to each other to keep each other safe and and, you know, stand for the common thing, which is that police violence should not exist. That's that's how I picture. That's how I put that statement together. Was my example in my head, um, or like, yeah, you have a right to be able to breathe, but you other people also have rights to not get sick. So fucking wear a mask. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a social uh, duty to one another, and in, in certain way, in certain rights, not you know completely give everything you got for everybody that you meet. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> Number nine. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. What does that mean? I have no idea. I was hoping that you knew. With the infinite? Hmm. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Is it like with yourself? I don't – I thought it meant like keep an open mind for truth, beauty, and love maybe. I thought it meant like self-love, I guess. Maybe I'm just... I'm sure there's a bunch of places to look these up and like get them translated in a way. I'm sure there are people that have tried to decipher every single one of them. Yeah. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Okay. And then number 10, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty... So one guy on that on that documentary that I watched, he said that it's not a higher power in terms of God that they that this person may have been under. It was a mm-hmm. maybe a Christian that was under the uh, guidance of the earth mostly. So like with the overpopulation guide and all that, it's it's focused on keeping the earth healthy so that there's a balance across. Right. Um, that is weird. So when that guy said that, I was like, that is one way to look for it, but I or look at it, but I still feel like it's Christian, like a Christian thing with like, I, if it fits into the new world order, it would be a Christian thing. I mean, yeah, it'd have to be if it was for that. But at the same time, it doesn't sound like it's a Christian thing. I know. It's weird. 
you would think it wouldn't be with this uh, keeping humanity under 500 million people. That's yeah, they're all about let's not Earth. kill babies and things. So exactly. Um, so, anyways, what do we think about those guidelines? I don't want to say it, but I'm behind at least 90% of that. I mean, yeah, because it makes sense. It makes sense until it's like... Uh, until you have to figure out how to do it, yeah. How. Exactly. The how is where it becomes unethical because there's no real way to control populations. And um, other than with, you know, FEMA camps and whatever else they got yeah. going on behind the scenes. Um what else did I have for today? Uh, and I mentioned the Denver airport, but I feel like that's going to be a deep dive for maybe other, I'll do like a list of locations that are strange. The Guidestones Ooh. I had never heard about. So that's why I wanted to really talk about that one today. It was really, yeah. kept my attention. Yeah, that was really good. I've heard, I'd heard of them, but I had not actually like heard the commandments that are on there. Yeah, um, I hadn't heard of any of it. And I, I still I need to look into maybe why that location would have some kind of significance. Yeah. Um, or maybe because it's, you know, in the middle of nowhere in a way. So that's why they decided to put that there. Um, it's a mystery. Oh, snap. I'm getting, I'm getting this thing off on Thursday. So maybe I'll be able to freaking move after that. How does it feel, Abby? I haven't asked you. Uh, much better. I have a little bit of soreness because I don't think I'm supposed to be picking up anything, and I still do because of course I'm, you do. I'm mm-hmm. one of those people that doesn't want to make a second trip to the car. So, Abby, um, but now look, you're gonna have to make a second trip to the doctor. Shit. I'm wondering if it really was my fault that my bones didn't align the first time. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Haters gonna hate. Haters mm. gonna hate. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, shit. We both did that at the same time. Yay. We're in harmony like that one commandment. Oh, stop it. See, and then I wanted to think, I really did want it to be a witch, a witchcraft, a cult-like thing. Well, it does kind of sound, the reason why I, I thought of the, uh, what the fuck was that one that we were talking about that we were trying to figure out? The uh, harmony and love and whatever. Oh, yes, yes. It was the the ninth one. Yeah, prize, truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. So that reminded me of, um, I'm not sure what the difference between Satanism and... Like uh, Wiccan? No, no, no. Luciferianism. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what the difference or what the big difference is between those two. But um, in one of those, I'm assuming it's Luciferianism, um, they believe in something similar to that. Like, well, and the reason why I said self-love is because in Luciferianism, you are your own God. Like, you are the power. You are. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. You have, um... yeah, you hold all the things. So you have to love yourself and give a mm-hmm. shit about yourself for you to be able to do anything in life. So, or anything good. Yeah. Like a, 
Because as far as I know, it's a positive religion, but it starts yeah. with you, which yes. is where Christians are like, no, it starts with God. Because yes. you can't do anything without God. But it's like, no, yes. you're your own vessel. You're your own temple. You're the, you're, you're the power behind everything. So Yes, exactly. Okay, I see, I see. Um, and yeah, that's why I thought of that. It might. I mean, nobody knows. If, I mean, he could have just said he, that he was Christian to throw everybody off for later. So. I mean, technically, Satanism would be an extension of Christian shit because it has that's to do with I that. Think too. That's why I'm always confused about um, them the always opposites. being against. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. There's a common goal here is that everybody should be good to each other. So why can't it just be about that? Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wrote about a few symbols that are found in our currency uh, or architecture. Architecture. Um, so when we take a closer look at our money, we can see certain symbols present that we don't really understand the meaning of. So that's why there's a bunch of conspiracies about the triangle and how uh, yes. um, Beyonce and Jay-Z throw up that Illuminati symbol or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or a lot of, I guess there's a lot of people that do that, which is kind of sketchy when you think about it. Like, are they just playing mind games with us to, for us to think that they're all in the Illuminati? Like Lil Wayne, uh, Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, uh, they're throwing up that big triangle with their hands. Right. Um, well, Jay Z and Beyonce. I think that's his Rockefeller, or what is it? Not Rockefeller. What the hell am I saying? He has a brand that uh, that's, that's what real, it is. Which is weird because Rockefeller. Hello. Exactly. Okay, so um, I used Tech Insider, and I used um, before I forget to credit these YouTube videos that told me all about the families around the world and stuff uh, that rule our money. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's actually cute. It's the infographics show. Um, and I yeah. watched The Most Powerful Families Who Secretly Run the World, and it's the infographics show on YouTube. Um, and then the Freemasons video, I used a little bit of that. And then Super Secret Societies That Pull Strings Without You Knowing. That's another one that I didn't get to finish. Um, and then I was going to watch a video about the Antichrist, but I didn't get a chance to. I used a Rolling Stone video also that just gave me more examples about Beyonce and Jay-Z being in the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I watched a sex scene between uh, Eminem and Brittany Murphy, but that has nothing to do with this. Um, (laughs) It's because those, those ladies on Sinisterhood, they brought, they brought it up how good of an actress she was. And then they were like, there's a steamy sex scene in eight mile that they like have. And I I had to look it up. I just had to. You've never seen eight mile. I think I had a long time ago, or I caught bits and pieces of it on like MTV on the MTV channel, which is highly uh, edited yeah. for time. So I have never seen like the full uncut version of yeah. that. But dang, that was a steamy ass scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll give credit to that too. Um, okay, so like uh, the the all seeing eye on our money, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the eye of Providence and the eye of Horus, which are two different things, but they could they could have something to do with why we have it on there. Um, they can stand for the same thing, and some believe it stands for the all-seeing eye of God or of some kind of um, superior being wa- is watching all of us. But in reality, apparently, the meaning behind the eye um, was a form of a reminder to the governing bodies from the society, which it governs. So basically reminding the power to hold itself accountable and not keep such a close eye on the public. But that doesn't make as much sense as like it being the eye of God. Yeah. Um, according to the Freemasonry use, that's what they say is like, it's a reminder to them 
to not have such a power over society or yeah, whatever. that worked out really well yeah it ended up doing the opposite so great mm-hmm. um uh, it's a reminder for themselves to keep up their strict moral standards and not project uh their standards on the public is what mm-hmm. they say yeah the falcon depiction of the horse which is the egyptian eye of horse is a different thing than the eye of providence which is evident in the painting titled supper at emus the painting is from the year 1525, and it shows a group of eight people around a dinner table. Um, it's like a crowded painting. It looks like a like from the Renaissance period kind of painting uh, feel about it with about or above the wood. It looks like a woman who is holding a loaf of bread, and she has a halo around her head. And above the halo is a glowing pyramid with an eye at the center with a realistic looking eye inside. Mm-hmm. Um so I thought that was interesting that it, it was 1525 when the first pyramid with the eye was present. Interesting. Anyways, there's little things here and there. I'm tripping out because I recently saw, of course, it's freaking TikTok, so it's embarrassing, but I saw TikTok <laughs> of someone zooming into a dollar bill and it's supposed to look like a lamp, but if you look closer, it looks like somebody was lynched in front of a government building <gasps> shut your mouth i used to do the whenever you could fold the dollar or the five dollars oh. or twenty dollars to make the twin towers yeah wild i used to do that all the time wild and then the one it was the pentagon too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yo we're gonna have to do i don't watch the simpsons but it's making me want to watch the simpsons now because i'm i'm coming across all these things that they predicted and i'm like yo oh god i love those it makes my stomach hurt but at the same time i'm like i have to know yes um yeah we'll have to cover more about i mean i hope that you guys enjoyed these conspiracy little discussions that we've been having because i really like looking into them so it's like Mm -hmm. part of my hobby to to do it so um let us know what you think about these conspiracy theories and if we missed anything um i really just skimmed across the surface of what all these groups do where they came from um and there's more about those families that the wealthy powerful families than what i mentioned um so i think they still have their fingers in the honey pot and are part of a lot of things going on even now so mm-hmm. we can look more into that and like i said we have more coming later that are more deep dives into specific conspiracies which i definitely want to do jfk pretty soon because he has a speech that's pretty um enthralling that would you know back up the theory that he was killed for that reason yes um so yeah, maybe I can find like a MP3 or something of his speech and we can discuss it and stuff. <clears throat> Alrighty. Ooh. Anything else that I'm missing? Oh, um, uh, really quick before we end the episode, I just wanted to say rest in peace to Private First Class Guillen, Vanessa Guillen from Fort Hood. We are sorry to your family for your unfortunate loss and we hope to see some justice for that really soon. Yes. Uh, with that being said, everybody, please give us a like, a follow, maybe review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, and yeah, that's, you know, tweet at us, look at our Instagram posts, tell us what you think about these conspiracies and stay safe out there and wear a mask if you go out in public. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And remember series watching. Series watching. Charlie's always watching. It's Charlie. So did we give you the creeps? <laughs>